Thank you so much for joining us once again. We want to encourage you all that, yes, this is the time to believe. Yes, time to believe. Say it again. <laughs> time to believe. It's time to believe in God's promises, God's faithfulness for your life. Well, time to believe. We are in the special period of this year. It's coming to an end very soon. A new year is about to come. We need to understand that God wants to be involved in every areas of our life, just as mothers. He's a caring God. And every human being, every human being must know that he's a stakeholder of God's master plan. Every year will come with a new agenda, something new. We always say, Happy New Year, Happy New Year, Happy New Year. But Happy New Year, what makes the year new? We need to understand that our tomorrow belongs to Jesus, belongs to God. Once we know our future is in the hand of God, therefore we should overcome fear of uncertainty because everybody wants to know what is going to happen next. What the future holds for me. What this year 2024 holds for me. But when we know that God has a special purpose and agenda for you, your focus will change. So we call this year, this period, time to believe. Time to believe is a time to make God as your source. When you listen to the teachings of Jesus and the great heroes of faith, you will come to understand that their faith was not based on anything on the outside. Their faith were were not even based on blessings, but their faith was based on God himself because God is their source. That's why we pray to God. He's a source of all goodness and salvation. So when we say time to believe, I'm speaking to believers today. It's not just words of encouragement. This is a message we receive from God. It's the word of God. It is God speaking to us directly, including me. I know so many of you all over the world. This year, 2023, has been a journey to many of us. Many, many, many. In the journey, sometimes we go through the wilderness. In the journey, <laughs> we walk across mountains. It's not a bed of roses. But if you look the track record of this journey, you will find reason to say thank you, Jesus. You will realize that the greatest enemy that stands is fear of tomorrow. The new year to come, Jesus is already there because the Bible says the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a rock who never changed. His word never changed. The Bible says if we make God our source, joy, peace will accompany us all the days of our lives. So time to believe is time to have faith in God. That's why we're going to read the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 22 to 26. That will be our roadmap for this message for you today. It's, not a, it's a special message we have, not just a Q&A we have, but this message is for you. 
Let's go through the scriptures. Mark chapter 11, verse 22 to 24. Listen to what Jesus himself says okay. to the believers. Mm -hmm. Mark 11 from verse 22. Mm -hmm. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Mm -hmm. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea mm -hmm. and does not doubt in his heart, mm -hmm. but believes that those things he says will be done, mm -hmm. he will have whatever he says. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, mm -hmm. believe that you receive them mm -hmm. and you will have them. Mm -hmm. Again. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you have them. Listen to Jesus. Say, whatever we ask, believing. Take note of his words. He never says something. He says, whatever we ask, believing. Faith in Christ Jesus brings restfulness. It brings Peace, it brings joy because of what? Of the knowledge that truly God is with us. When you know that God is with us, you will not fear tomorrow. When you know God is with us, you will not fear uncertainty because you're not alone. So I said time to believe is the time to acknowledge God, to recognize him as your source, your protection, your blessings through the different seasons of life, through the different months that has come in the year 2024. We learn to commit this year, 2024, under the guidance and the leading of God. If God is with you, who can be against you? Nobody. So time to believe is time to make God your source. So those who make God their source shall find him all sufficient, all sufficient, and their joy will remain. Their joy, their peace will remain year in, year out. This is the joy of faith. The joy of faith is in the reality of the future things as if they were already here. Let me explain. By faith, we see what the future holds for us. By faith, we receive revelation from God. By faith, we can see what is to come when God opened the eyes of our faith. And the reality of the future is the vision God can give you. So we are praying at this stage, at the end of this message, we pray for God to reveal to his people what he has in store. You have heard the testimonies. That lady said, before you believe, you have to tackle the giant of fear. <laughs> when you believe, Fear is the enemy of belief. You have seen what God done, has done in their lives. When we understand it's not about us, it's all about God and his grace and his power, then the overcoming spirit will come through you. We need to cast all our burden upon the Lord. That's when the joy of the Lord comes. Don't forget what the scripture says. He who comes to God must believe that God is and he is the rewarder. He who called the name of Jesus must believe that Jesus has risen from the dead and he's alive. Once I know that God is alive, when I say, Emmanuel, God is with us, truly I believe it. His peace will take over my heart because I know I am no longer alone. 
So the joy of faith is in the reality of the future things as if they already been here. So the believer who walks by faith is an overcomer. He's not ruled by fear. He's ruled by God's direction. So today, I'm telling to every one of you, believing in Christ Jesus is not a risk. Believing in Christ Jesus is a practical act. So this time, people used to come and give prophecy about what's happening next year, what's happening today, but we are here to talk about faith. We live by faith. We have to understand this. A man without faith does not understand his rights, his privileges in Christ Jesus. Why? Because the Bible says clearly that believing is possessing. To possess God's promises, you have to believe. For man can only have an exercise what he believes he has. I'm going to repeat it. Believing is possessing. Why? Because man can only have, man can only possess and exercise what he believes he has. That's the question. What do I have? God has made many promises recorded in the Bible. The Bible said to me, have faith in God. So have faith in God means faith in Christ Jesus should be based on God, not on the blessings. That's why when we pray and the blessings seems to delay, we tend to, to doubt our faith, to doubt God. God is our solid rock. Faith rests on God and focuses on God, no matter the circumstances, no matter the time, no matter the present signs and seasons are saying today. I want to tell you that God is a solid rock. Whether people believe in God or do not believe, that cannot add or subtract anything to whom God says. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What do we need today? The will of man, our fears, our desires, that cannot affect God because God is sufficient to himself. His word cannot change. So our faith should not be influenced by our feelings or by our emotions because they can change. But God and his word can never change. You can trust in God's word being true for your life because that word can never fail. And God is faithful to those who are faithful to him. This is the area. So I'm speaking to all of you today that God is sitting on his throne. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So our faith must be anchored in God's ability. His ability to protect us. His ability to provide for us. His ability to walk through us whatever life brings. So you must believe that God is faithful to fulfill his promises. Remember when God took Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. The Bible says, verse 5, he showed him the stars. Such will be your descendants. That was the promise of God. But the Bible says, Abraham believed. He believed immediately. He never doubted. Divine faith means faith in God. When it is expressed 
in our prayer, it is a force that has God behind it for its accomplishment. That's why Jesus said, if you have faith like a master seed, you speak to this tree, whatever you say will come to pass. And he move. Yes. If you have faith, that's the key. The Bible says, if you believe in God, if you have faith in him and you follow his way, as Abraham did, you have to believe that God is working out the answer. There's time to pray, there's time to believe. Today, time to believe is time to act faith. Time to believe is time to trust that God is faithful and reliable to fulfill his promises in your life. Why time to believe? I repeat once again. Because God is faithful. Faith in God, I repeat, is not to risk, it's a practical act. Once I have the certainty of God's promises, I will not doubt. Faith is the certainty of God's yet unfulfilled promises. So God is in his word. He speaks to us through his word by his spirit. He blesses us through his word by his spirit. So this year to come, year 2024, what is our duty? Our duty is to seek the agenda of God. We have a yearly agenda, we all know. We have our project, but God has an agenda for you. Do you know what God has in store for you? That's why I said today, time to believe is to believe that God has a specific agenda for you. That time, that agenda, to discover it, it needs what we call revelation. God has promised something to all of us in the book of Jeremiah. 33 verse 3. You can roof it for us quickly. Hmm. Yes. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Yeah. I know many of you know this verse. But the question is, do we believe it? That's the key. Believing. Where it says, I know the plans I have for you. Yeah. To That's give it. you a hope That's and a future. Ask, and I will show you greater and, and mighty, mighty things, things which you do which not you know. Do not know. Mm. That's the question. God say, ask. <laughs> ask him. Our duty is to ask. And I will show you greater things that you don't know. What is the greatest need today of all believers today? What is my greatest need? Our greatest need is to know what God has in store, what lies ahead of us. To hear God. To fear God, definitely. Okay, Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Yes. Call to me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Yes. God say, I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. There are many things we do not know. What will happen tomorrow? Many said, Happy New Year. Before January, they forget about Happy New Year. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says the year is new by the way we live it. Mm -hmm. 
We want to enter a new level of God's grace in our life. We want to enter in the practical side of Christianity with God. Do you know our God is faithful? We want to experience a new level in every department of your life. In the agenda of God, there is revelation. In the agenda of God, there is time for fulfillment of his promise in your life. In God's agenda, it's also time for processing. Let me explain. In the year, there are some events we celebrate. But in God's agenda, there are what we call unchangeable events. Those events, God has arranged them in advance. We have to go through them. God chooses what we go through. <laughs> we choose how we go through it. So, the year 2024, how do you approach it? Jesus said, come to me, all your heavy laden. I will give you rest. I will give you peace. I am the light of the world. He who follows me will never walk in darkness. We never walk in fear. But we walk with the light of life. So now I will answer. Many outside there are fearful about tomorrow. But when we know that God has an agenda for you, for each and every one of you, every man, there is the purpose of God in your life. We need to discover what God has for us. That's why we are here today. We are here to discover what God has in store for us. Do you know that it's possible for you to know what God has for you? Many have dreams. Many have revelation. They don't understand. We see so many emails of people saying, ah, I have a dream, show me this. I have this. But they don't know what the future holds. They even don't understand. We're going to to break down today the factors, the element of faith. We talk about belief. When we say believe in God, what is the foundation of that belief? Belief is not my presumption. It's not my words. The Bible says believe in God and his promises. That belief must be grounded on something. The first element of that belief is to know. It's knowledge. If I don't know who God is, if I don't know what God has for me, how will I fulfill my destiny in God? Remember, God never considered your past to determine your future. God looked at the man called Gideon and called him mighty man of valor. He was like, ah, me? Hmm? My family is the smallest? <laughs> How can it be me? God looked at the man called Moses. Moses said, Moses couldn't see beyond his limitation. He said to God, I am a stammerer. I don't know how to speak. God saw him a deliverer, a prophet, mighty in works and in deeds. God saw a young boy called Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, Lord, I cannot speak. God said, I will put my words in your mouth. They never knew God's agenda. Simon Peter was a fisherman. And the Bible says he was by the seaside struggling with failure. He couldn't catch fish. When Jesus met him at the seaside, Jesus said, cast your net. He did. And the Bible says he had a miraculous catch of fish. When they saw that miracle, he's a fisherman. He knows that this is extraordinary. 
He went on his knee and said to Jesus, far from me, I'm a man of impure lips. Jesus came, cancel his own agenda and bring the agenda of Christ into his life. We need our perspective to change. We need our focus to change. Our mindset to change. Your mindset, your focus will not change until God give birth to the picture of what he's looking at when he sees you. Your behavior, your attitude, I will complain, I will despair, will not change until God give birth to a picture of what himself is looking at when he sees you. That picture, when it comes, it will change your focus forever. When you discover what God has for you, when you see yourself the way God sees you, you will stop comparing yourself with others. You will stop measuring yourself by yourself. You will begin to trust in God's ability for you. So for anyone to believe God, to believe his agenda, what he has in store for you, you must own the elements of faith must be met. What are the elements? Your faith, we talk about factors of faith, must be complete. Number one, the first element we need is revelation knowledge of the truth. Not sense knowledge. Absolutely. <laughs> I can read Bible promises all and confess the promises with my lips. But the Bible says, I don't believe with my lips, I believe with my heart. But the day you have a revelation of that scripture in your life that will change your life forever. The problem is the first stage, revelation is not just enough. Many had revelation, but they don't understand. After revelation, the truth, you must understand that truth. You must have an understanding of that revelation that God called many people, give them dream, but they don't understand the meaning of the dream. Many people say, look, what is this dream? What is it? You need understanding. Otherwise, it can't be fruitful and productive in your life. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So, revelation must come of the plan and agenda of God. You must have an understanding of it. Once you have understanding now, what comes next? Conviction will come. Because what you understand is, you say, ha, yes, this is true for my life. Conviction of the truth revealed to you. That conviction is the belief that leads your heart to accept that truth. I mean, yes, it is true for my life. If somebody come and give you a word of prophecy, and that's what I want to talk about a little bit. Many people, somebody say, ah, I'm seeing a calling God in your life. You are this, you are this, you are this. That someone tell you this. You must have your own revelation. Mm. You must have your understanding and your conviction. We have seen so many people that said, the other day, there was one woman we've, we were talking to. He said, I said, I looked at him, I said, Madam, but this is, not, this is your country. Which country are you from? He said, I'm from so-so country. I said, what are you doing here? He said, one man gave him a prophecy one day that God said you should go to this country. Okay, yeah. And stay in this country. And when you say it's a country, God will give you another revelation. She has spending so many years in that country, and nothing happened. And things are blocking his life there. Not only he affect her family. I said, did you have a revelation of that? Did God reveal that thing to you? He said, no. So please, in God's way of doing things, that we read the Bible, the letter is good, 
but we must have your own revelation understanding because faith is a conviction that comes from your spirit, from your heart. It is going to receive it. That's why prophecy is for believers. When you have it, you have to pray over it. Till God you give you clear understanding of it. When you meet the right person, it takes an apostle to recognize an apostle. It takes a prophet to recognize a prophet. It takes an evangelist to recognize an evangelist. God will send you to the right person and that person will help you. When Samuel heard, if not Eli, he will never pay attention to the vision, never pay attention. God has been speaking to many people. Many are sending me email. They have called. The Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. Why? Because you have to go through the process. If God called you, you must go through a right process. And all of us went through the process of God to become the person God wants you to be. And to go through the process, hey, the fire you are going through today, the trouble, the tribulation you have, it might be the process God wants. When you go through that process, you will learn to die to yourself. You, everything you count it dear, you rely on, God will strip you of it. He will remove it. So you can depend on God. We say God will meet you in the wilderness, not in the city. <laughs> Many times God has an appointment for you in the wilderness. Absolutely. God can give you an appointment in the wilderness. When he get them out of the land of burden, he, they, he took them in the wilderness to teach you that he can turn the wilderness of your life to a pool of living waters. His ways are different from our ways. That's what the Bible says in the book of Psalm 103, verse 7. He showed his deeds to the people of Israel. They saw the miracle, the signs and wonders in the land of Mizraim, Egypt. But Moses learned his ways. This is what I want to tell you. You need to learn the way of the Lord. To learn his way, we need the spirit of revelation, Ephesians 1.17, to teach us his way. When you know the way of God, the narrow way, you will approach this year to come in a different way, in a different focus. God's way is different from our own. That's it. If you're not in the wilderness, <laughs> will you be thirsty? So God can take us to a place of darkness. So we appreciate the light of revelation when it comes. Saul, in Acts chapter 9, who was persecuting the church, had a specific agenda to catch Christians, to bind them, to put them into prison. But he never knew that Jesus had an agenda for him. When he was walking towards Damascus, the Lord revealed himself to him. When the revelation came, the eyes of his face was opened. But understand, he don't come at that moment. The Lord said, go, you will meet a person called Ananias. He will tell you what to do. When he came, Ananias preached the gospel to him and told him, be filled with the Holy Ghost. And Paul's life changed forever. Conviction came. And the Bible says he never asked anyone authorization. He left immediately to go to the wilderness of Arabia and begin to serve Jesus. So we need to understand that revelation must come. We need understanding of it in order to have conviction. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel had revelation. God sent an angel, Gabriel, in Daniel chapter 9 to open his understanding. Nebuchadnezzar had a revelation. Daniel has to come to explain to him the meaning of it. Pharaoh, God saw his agenda, that something is about to come. A time difficult for his land. 
a time of drought. But God shows the way out. He couldn't understand the dream. Joseph came and explained to him everything. And then he was able to be convinced and to apply it. So, my brothers, my sisters, watching me, when we talk time to believe, it's time to have a conviction of your heart, of your mind. Let everybody be convinced in his own mind. We need spiritual understanding. That's why we see the need of the Holy Spirit. Who gives us spiritual understanding? That's the work of the Holy Spirit. The first work of the Holy Ghost in our life is to guide us into an understanding of the truth. When he comes, he's the one who opens the eyes of our faith to see the dream of revelation first. Now, when we have dream of revelation, we have to continue to pray over it. When he comes, he does something special. Job chapter 32 verse 8 says that he opens the eyes of our understanding. David said in Psalm 119 verse 130, the revelation of your word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. Why we are saying this? We are saying this because we're going to see after that you have to do something to receive your own revelation from God. Once you have it, that revelation is ruled by God's agenda and time. You have to pray, wait in faith till the time come of fulfillment because God will want you to go through the process. Faith is not cash and carry. Faith is a conviction and you wait patiently for God's time of fulfillment. Now, the day you have revelation of what God has in store for you, your fear will, change, will disappear. Your focus will change. If you don't want to make mistake, you need to know where you are destined to be. Destiny can be changed if you don't know where you are destined to be. That's why God has made full provision. Full provision for your spiritual enlightenment. Our earthly understanding of our dreams must give way to spiritual understanding enlightenment. That's where we see how much we need the Holy Spirit. Once we clearly understand things, then conviction will come. And conviction gives birth to faith, to believe in your heart. You do it because you believe. And then you can walk towards God's calling for your life. It takes quick perception of mind and heart to understand this is what God called me to be. When Jesus walked towards Matthew, was a tax collector. The Lord said to him, follow me. The book of Mark says, immediately, Matthew dropped everything and followed Jesus immediately. Hmm. When he met the sons of Zebedee, you read your Bible, they were mending their father's net. Jesus said, follow me. And the Bible says, they dropped everything and followed the man they never saw before. Immediately. Immediately. Why? Because their heart was ready. They were waiting for the coming Messiah. They were waiting for somebody. And the Bible, when you say explicitly, they must have revelation of whom the man is. When Jesus spoke, their heart agreed. This is what I talk about faith. Your heart, your spirit must be convinced, must agree. 
Now, if you ask me what is from God, what is not from God, I listen to the testimony of my heart. Mm. You don't fear when you're doing the will of God. That's the work of the Holy Ghost. That's the helper we have. Because we believe, we ask. So Jesus said, in the book of Matthew chapter 7, we're going to read it. Chapter 7, verse 7. So this is the starting point of that belief we are talking about. How do we believe? Whom do we believe? How do you know one has believed? Matthew 7 from verse 7. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. You hear what Jesus said? He said, is there any, any doubt there? Read it again. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. For? For everyone who asks receives, mm -hmm. and he who seeks finds, God. and to him who knocks it will be opened. What a certainty. He say everyone. He never say apostle or ordinary person. He never say male or female. He say everyone who believes, who asks, receives. Mm. Everyone who seeks, finds. Everyone who knocked, it shall be opened to him. That's the words of Jesus. But the question is, let the person who asks, ask in faith. Let the person who seek, seek in faith. Let the person who knock at the door of revelation, <laughs> knocks in faith. What do I mean by in faith? You have to expect the answer. When you ask expecting an answer, that is faith. When you seek, expecting to find, that is faith. When you knock, expecting the door to be opened, that is faith. You believe deep inside of you that God is working out the answer. That the one who speaks is faithful. Faith is a trust that arises in our heart that the other party who makes the promise is faithful. Mm. The word we just read came from the mouth of Jesus. It's the Lord that says it. When Jesus came to Peter, Peter said, you have the words of everlasting life. Mm. The question is, this is a promise of God, an invitation to ask, mm. and the certainty to receive, if you ask in faith. This is the invitation to seek <laughs> and to find if you ask in faith and to knock at the door of God's mercy and the door will be opened to you in faith. Faith in who? In God. In God. That is it. Faith in God. Hmm. Faith in the name of Jesus Christ is faith in the finished work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What does this mean? We don't need to do anything. Jesus has done everything. Our duty, we have our duty, and God has a role. When Jesus has paid the price at the cross, the Bible says all the blessings are past tense blessings. Can you read Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1? Ephesians 1, verse 1. Mm. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God. Mm -hmm. Continue. 
to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Listen to what it says. Blessed is... Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who? Who has blessed us. You mean the blessing has only been done? Who has blessed us with what? With every spiritual blessing. Every spiritual blessings. In heavenly places. In heavenly places. In Christ. Why spiritual blessings? Why spiritual blessings? Why not material blessings? <laughs> because the first place to prosper is in our spiritual life. Thank you so much. But Jesus said, seek the kingdom of God and everything shall be given to you. God never asked me to pray to ask for much for money. Ask for spiritual blessings. Because that's the part of it that carries all the blessings that come. Solomon never asked for money. Ask for spiritual blessings. God show Abraham spiritual blessings. Everything, everything else will follow. So, the blessing we are seeking are past tense blessings. Jesus paid for it at the cross. All we need to do is to what? Believe. To believe. The basis and duty of our faith or believing is based on the sufficiency of the work of Jesus at the cross. All that we need is to believe. How do you know you believe? We know you believe when your attitude change. When your heart is at rest. Absolutely. <laughs> when God said to Abraham, such will be your descendant, he believed. Abraham's attitude, your attitude, your conduct after asking will determine whether you believe or not. Your attitude after prayer will determine whether you believe or not. When Abraham believed, peace entered his heart. He behaved as if the promise had already been done. Abraham's conduct and behavior changed immediately to agree with the vision of God. He never doubted. So, his attitude showed that true faith was already lodged in his heart. So today, in order to believe, we must have revelation from God for our personal life. Once you have the understanding of it, once you have the conviction of it, faith has started deep inside of you. And then, only then, your heart will obey. Your heart will begin to act on that. Once we have a clear understanding of this, we will realize that faith, oh my Lord, brings restfulness. Faith, I don't need to struggle to believe. We don't force ourselves or strive to believe. It comes spontaneously from your heart, from your spirit. Belief is not our mouth. Belief comes from our heart. From our spirit, from our heart. When the lady gave testimony said, when she was meditating Psalm 23, while she was sleeping, oh, the psalm was going to ring in his, part, in his heart. The heart was saying it. That's what faith comes spontaneously. You may say you don't have faith, but the day you face circumstance, you will know whether you have faith or not. The response of your heart will come. Faith, believing, is the response of the heart in the face of circumstances you will realize that if you have peace of heart, faith is already lodged in your heart. It's a gift from God. What do we need to ask first? We need to ask. The most important we need to ask 
is for the Lord to add to our faith. To have faith is a gift from God. And to have that faith, we need to have revelation of God's grace in our lives. Once we have it, we need a clear understanding. That's why when Jesus called the disciples, he taught them. He taught them through the years of discipleship so many things behind the altar they learned to teach them things of the Spirit. And he said to them in the book of Matthew chapter 13, to you, grace has been given to understand the things of the kingdom of God. Others, I speak to them in parable. They had a clear understanding. That's why they were able to pass this gospel to us after the day of Pentecost. So, God said, where there is no vision, people what? Perish. We need, this is the time where we need revelation from God. We need direction from God. Clear understanding of God from our heart. So, I said, when God asks, it shall be given, means the supply is more than the demand. Jesus meet people and ask them, what do you want me to do for you? Mean the supply in heaven is more than the demand. Jesus can fulfill everything. That's why I say, ask and you will receive. It means that what you're looking for, he has. Absolutely. He has all you need. And what you need him to do, he can do. Absolutely. That's why God said, I am where I am, all sufficient. When you took them to the wilderness, God knew what he was doing. In the desert, there's no life-supporting material, no water, no food. But God took them into the wilderness. And there... God caused water to come from the rock. God caused the manna to rain down from heaven to feed them. God sheltered them in the wilderness. If God is able to provide for you in the wilderness, how much more? So at the time where we are today, this is a time to believe. To believe, you must have the faith of Abraham. You must have the faith of the apostle. Our faith must be grounded in God, the source of all things. If you trust in God as your source, you would depend on him. You would rely on him, not on circumstances. Whether the blessings come or not, Jesus will remain your Lord. That's why if God blesses you, I want to test your blessing. You may allow the blessing to dissipate how you react. Job was blessed, <laughs> but the enemy came. Test the blessings, but his faith in God never derailed. When Abraham was put to the test to see whether he would put Isaac in his heart above God, God said, give it to me. He never relented. God knew his heart was entire for God. Today, in the period where we are today, believers all over the world, our commitment to God in our heart must be complete and total. We must believe that God is whom he says he is. God gave us invitation to pray, and he has promised to answer. I tell you the truth. It is always the will of God to answer our prayers. When we pray, the answer may not come in the letter, but the answer will come. God always brings an equivalent. If God wants to test you, allow things to happen, unchangeable event happen, your prayer will not change it. If God revealed to you there is a purpose in that test and trial, you will accept it and be strong and be strong because you have to go through his process. So 
please, the Bible says, we should learn to ask, to seek, and to knock. That's the time to believe. It is time to believe God for your life. You have to believe God for your family. You have to believe God for your business in every areas of your life. It's not only on Sunday when you go to church every day. Faith comes in the, in the circumstances of our daily life. Am I right? Mm, the little things. The little things of your life. God loves us so much. If we, if we approach our situation by faith, there is no limit to what we can achieve. If we approach this new year to come by faith, your doubt will vanish. So the testimony of these people said, show me your doubt, I will show you the faith exists. That's the purpose of these testimonies. Jesus has given us clear evidence that true faith always overcomes. Jesus sent his disciples. He knew that they would face challenges. He never deceived anyone. He told us in this world, there will be tribulation. We know that. So why are we afraid? When the Lord made the promise that he would overcome for us. If the Lord is with you, will you be afraid? We need to have a clear understanding of God's agenda. But I want to tell you, for that belief to come, you have a role to pray. Our role must be played. Nothing happens for nothing. Nothing happens by chance. God's agenda that brings the right season and the right day. You may go through a season that is rough, but it was for a purpose. When the right time come, things will just become so easy because God has removed the barrier. Time of processing. There's time for everything. God's own role is to fulfill his promises. God's response always comes at the right time. When we look at our agenda, we see the month, we see the day, we see the season, we don't see the time. <laughs> but there's a time that rules every single event that happened during that day. Who knows that in this year to come, mighty things will happen that will change your life forever. When it is time for God to fulfill his purpose in your life, there will be a driving force. We call it a driving force. God has set an appointed time for everything that happens in the affairs of man. Why can't we focus on that? Why can't we focus on what is good? The mind of God, the good things to come, instead of focusing on fear. That's why your focus is your personal determination. You are what you give your attention to. If you focus on this trouble, it will take hold of you. If you focus on the light, you see the light. So our focus needs to change. What can help us change our focus? That's the revelation we need. So there is time for everything in the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 11. There's time to pray and time to believe. I strongly believe in my life, in the life of everybody. This is the time to believe. This time to believe that God is whom we say he is. Our faith must be anchored in the reality of God in our life. The question is, is the word of God real for you? Or is mental imagination? 
the right time of God will bring the right person, the right job, the right dream, the right connection to your destiny. God is richer than your dream. Why should you fear? You have to deal with fear to operate in faith. Fear is the enemy of faith. Uncertainty, God never asks you to believe in the future. God says, believe now. Now. Opportunity is now. Now our role is to ask, believing that God will answer. Seek, believing God will answer. You will find. Knock the door. You believe the door will be open to you. God is not a man that would lie. That's what the Bible says. Go to the book of Numbers chapter 23. God is faithful, but only to those who are faithful to, you, to him. You have to play your role. I told you, faith is Christ. It's not a risk. It's a practical act. You must believe that God is faithful to fulfill his promise in your life. So please, today, as we are, don't concentrate on your situation. Don't concentrate on your past. Your relationship with God, with your destiny, is not a one-sided affair. God has a role to pray, just as you have your own role to pray. What is your own role? To ask. To seek. And to knock. Because God has set the good life before you. God does not want to force you. It must come from you. Your role must be played. You should believe while asking. This is the guiding principle for us in the year to come. When we fail to play our own role, we delay God's agenda for our life. We delay God's promises because God is faithful. God is waiting for you till you do the right thing. So please, our genuine willingness, our conviction is important. It's an uncompromising demand from God. God will never, never force anyone to believe. God will never open the door to one who keeps his Bible shut or neglect his word. So faith is a conviction from your heart. And that's what we call believe. So please, I remind you, yours is the asking Yours is to seek, and yours is to knock. How do we ask? Let's go to James chapter 4, verse 2 to 3. Today, many have stopped asking because they have no hope for an answer. Their faith has been frustrated. They are spiritually stressed. They don't believe in an answer. They stop praying. They stop asking. James 4 from verse 2, you lust and you do not have, you murder and covet and cannot obtain, you fight and war, yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures. You say we ask amiss. The question is, how do we ask rightfully for God to hear us? That's the question. Many of our prayers are dictated by the circumstances we face. If God wants me to go through a season of hardship, 
for a purpose, to teach me to depend on him. And I begin to pray to get out of the situation. I'm just delaying the answer. God is not blind. He sees. When Hagar was in the wilderness with his son Ismael, God opened the eyes of Hagar to see the well. Earth has no sorrow that heaven doesn't feel. God can only come. God can come. Um, what we ask from God can only come into our life by reaching out actively in faith to receive God's promises in our life. We have to ask. We must ask in faith, believing. So prayer is not right if it does not spring from faith. Asking is not right if it does not spring from faith. Let him who ask, ask in faith, as James said, without doubting, nothing wavering. Because sometimes we ask, circumstances, ah, did God answer me? If you ask and you believe, you will worry no more. So prayer is not right if it does not spring from faith. Let him who ask, ask in faith. Let him who seek, begin to seek in faith. Let him who knock, begin to knock in faith. Jesus gave us a promise. If you abide in my word, and my word abide in you, ask. Whatever you ask shall be given to you. What can we say about this? So please, when circumstances come, even when unfavorable circumstances come, where there's hopelessness, the Bible says, if faith comes from your heart, there will be a strong desire to keep praying, to keep asking, despise all the negative circumstances. It honors God to believe him, even while every sense contradicting. Don't allow your circumstances to dictate the direction of your prayer. What you need to ask in this situation, ask for revelation. God, what is the hidden purpose? What is your agenda in this situation? Ask for revelation to come. We have seen what happened to Paul when he was asking for the thorn to be removed in that second Corinthians, chapter 12. He understood that there was a purpose of God to humble him. When he knew the purpose, he never asked for the thorn to be removed anymore. God gives you an equivalent strength. If you're going through a tough time, if God gives you revelation, that revelation will impart a strength to endure that situation. If you are facing barrenness and fruitfulness and God show you a dream, a baby boy, oh my Lord, that gives you strength. You know, your problem is just for a while. God is working out the answer. He has shown you the way out. What we need today is vision and dream from God. So it's not the amount of prayer we pray that matters, but the faith we put into that prayer that matters before God. A man without faith does not know his right and privileges in Christ Jesus. This is time to know. How do we know? By revelation. So one of the greatest tragedy is the neglect or the ignorance of God's plan for our lives. So when we ask God, ask God to reveal you his will for your life, his purpose for your life, what he has in store for you. And how do we ask? Immediately after, he says, seek and you will find. <laughs> seek. 
if I'm a stakeholder of God's plan, if there's a calling of God in my life, it is my duty to seek. What is your calling? What is your gift? What is the place you are sending me? God will reveal to you. In Acts chapter 13, verse 2, the Spirit of God speaks to the elders, set aside for me Paul and Barnabas for the purpose I've called them. The roadmap came. They pray for them. And now they follow the missionary journey because God is sending them step by step, called by God, sanctified by God, and they launched by faith. They venture into faith life, led by the Spirit of God every step of their lives. A new agenda came for him, missionary journey, where God sent him with vision and revelation. Acts chapter 16. They didn't know at starting point where they were going. The Bible says they came to a point, Paul wanted to go to Asia. The Spirit of God said, no. Want to go to Bithynia? No. He slept off in the night, have a dream of a man from Macedonia. And he concluded in his heart by spiritual understanding that this is where I should go. He went to Macedonia. And the life of everybody, they changed. Because he obeyed the instruction of the Holy Ghost. Now we see how much we need the Spirit of God in our lives. The Spirit of God is not mental imagination, it's a reality. We can only see his reality when you, when, you, when you get to the end of ourselves. Sometimes God allows us to go to the end of ourselves because we can mold us into glory. If not my trouble, I wouldn't have prayed and seek the face of God. If not your trial, you wouldn't have prayed. Therefore, it is your duty to seek God's purpose for your personal life. We seek what God has prepared for you and I in the coming year. How do we seek? That's the question. Seeking demands for revelation in order to find. Because you need to ask according to the will of God. To find, <laughs> we need our focus to change. Who can change our focus? Holy Ghost. By an act of faith, we begin to look, change our focus, not on our circumstances, but on whom? On God. Faith in God. You focus on God, our source, believing the Lord is working out the answer. For God to reveal his plan of success to Joshua. That's what happened to Joshua. When Joshua was about to go to the promised land, God gave him Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. How we seek is there. God said, let this book not depart from your mouth. Mean God will not open the door of revelation to the one who keeps his Bible shut. And God said to him, meditate on it day and night. So we seek with all our heart when we meditate, engaging our heart. To see what God is saying beyond the natural circumstances we, we face. When you meditate, you attract the presence of the Holy Ghost of Revelation. When we meditate, for God's sake, believing. He promised that we will find. When the promise the Holy Ghost will come, He opened the eyes of our faith to see. He opened the eyes of our understanding to understand. That's the promise. Jesus said to the disciples in John chapter 16, verse 12, I have many things to tell you, hmm. but you cannot bear them. Why? Because it takes revelation to understand them. 
It takes spiritual understanding to understand the ways of God. It's a mystery. They have not gone through the process. Absolutely. <laughs> we have to go through the process where God will strip me from my own human understanding. Mm. And then I surrender. That's what happened to Saul. When Jesus met him, his earthly understanding stopped and spiritual enlightenment took over and maturity came. He began to see the truth and began to preach Jesus. The Jesus was fighting, he began to preach because he was ignorant. So faith sees the invisible. That's revelation. Faith believes the impossible. That's why we must ask. Believing the impossible. <laughs> that God will do it in his own time and season. And you believe you will receive the incredible. What you think is not possible, God will do. When my sister gave testimony, after 10 years, when she said, ah, if I do my CV, we'll be like, will it change? The incredible came. She received it because she acted faith. God does not mind our doubt as long as we are seeking answer from God in the midst of that doubt. God does not mind my weaknesses as long as I'm seeking help from him in the midst of that weakness. There is strength in weakness when God is involved. You have to involve him by asking and seeking his grace in your life. Mm -hmm. God is waiting for you. God is waiting for me. There is an appointment with something great in the year to come. That's my belief, my faith. I tell my family all around me, we are accepting great things to come next year. Mm. I'm telling you, because we believe God. I'm expecting God to, unf to unfold his agenda in our lives. Something new is something you have never seen, never done before. That's the promise of Jesus. When the Holy Ghost begins to speak to your life by revelation, changes are beginning. It is something to see the hand of God. Another is to discern his ways in your life that give you strength. When you come to the end of yourself, you have no other option than God. That's why I say, when you run out of rope, it's time to grab into faith. When you go to the wilderness and see the goodness of God, you will never doubt him anymore. When you are alone with nobody to help, and you see help coming, you begin to say, yes, God is true. The man at the pool of Bethesda was hopeless. He never knew that Jesus had an agenda for him. Jesus walked towards that place, met the man, and put an end to his trouble. He knows you. He knows me. He is ahead of us. He has a plan. What matters to God is not my physical or mental disposition, but it's what he has in store for us. That's what we need to find. It is our duty for everybody to find out God's call for your life and to walk in the direction of God's calling for your life. We have president, but there is a president with a difference. You have an engineer, but an engineer with a difference. So calling of God is not about preaching. It's about your daily life. God has anointed people to do artistic work. God has anointing people to be a worshiper. If you involve God in that matter, you make a difference. There's anointing of God for everything. So you need to know what is your, your, what is your, your stake in God's master plan for your life. It's your duty to find it. Nobody will determine. Your focus is your personal 
responsibility. So please, faith sees the invisible and revelation brings to the eyes of our spiritual eye the reality of those things to come. Those things need to be discerned by our spirit, not by our human eye. That's revelation. That's why we need the Holy Ghost in our lives. The promise of the Holy Ghost is reality. It's not experience outside. It's peace of heart based on the word of God. So we seek God who is invisible by focusing in the word of God, this word of God, this Bible. We seek God by meditation in the word of God is a visit with God. That seeking must be done diligently. The Bible says diligently. That's the book of Hebrews. Diligently, fervently, with all your heart, with all your mind. So to seek, you must be spiritually inclined. You set your affection, your mind on the things that are from above. Seek the kingdom of God. That meditation will bring what we call rightful focus. You will no longer look at your problem. You begin to look at God's possibility. Rightful focus is to set your heart and your mind to the things of heaven. Colossians chapter 3 from verse 1 to 3. We don't seek God, as said, with our lips. We seek God with all our heart. We engage our heart. We keep seeking. We keep seeking. We keep seeking till the answer comes. It's not cash and carry. Meditate by abiding in the word of God and allow the word of God to abide in you. Because God can never see you through a mirror. He sees you through his word. That's what the Bible reads you as you are reading it. If you abide in my word, and my word abide in you, says Jesus, John 15 verse 7, whatever you ask, I will see to it, it is done. Mm. So meditating, God gives you a clear light. When revelation comes, your dream will come. And that dream will impart a strength. Revelation is vision. Our attitude, I said to you, will not change until God gives birth to you to the picture of what he's looking at when he sees you. That's the picture you need in your life. Ask for it. Ask. And the Bible says you will receive. Knock. And the door will be opened to you. Now, when we seek, we find. After we find, we need to understand. That's what I said. After revelation, understanding should come. I told you how God helped Daniel in Daniel chapter 9 by sending the angel to open his understanding. Paul was preaching in Acts 16 verse 14 to Lydia. God opened the heart of Lydia to understand. In Acts chapter 8, a Ethiopian eunuch was applying the principle of Joshua, reading the Bible loud. He couldn't understand until Philip came. Understanding came because Holy Ghost located that person. So, Lydia, in Acts 16, verse 14, did not accept the message of Paul until the Holy Ghost came and opened her heart and gave her understanding. So please, these are vital to understand today. We should approach God in humility. We should approach God, say we know nothing. Lord, give me eyes that can see, ears that can hear what the Spirit says to the church today, to the believers today. I said many have received revelation already, but they don't understand it. 
Understanding is one of the greatest factors of faith, I told you. Understanding must take place. For that, we need the Holy Ghost. We need him to help us. Because the things of spirit cannot be, under be understood intellectually. They are spiritually discerned. So now the question is, when understanding comes, something will tell you in your heart, deep within, a conviction will come. So we can see now that faith not only demands for revelation, faith demands for spiritual understanding in order for one to accept that it is true. No one is ready to accept a message that he does not understand. That's why today many have dreams and allow fears to rob them of peace. So today, I'm telling you, we are going to pray after this message to God, for God to give us the spirit of revelation as Paul prayed. And by the grace of God, we keep on praying until God meditate, until the Lord come and give you a clear light. You will understand, and understanding will take hold of you. It happened to us, to us. In December 8, 2021, when a vision came, I didn't understand. I seek and prayed, and understanding came. That vision I told you about the mountain and the prophet, one day I, I didn't understand it. It took me years. One day I was saying, what's the meaning of this? And somebody told my heart that, okay, that mountain is a spiritual level of that man. But you, your spiritual level, that's what the baby you saw. That was the truth. I was the baby. Who knew nothing <laughs> compared to what the mountain is. But I know God wants to take us to that mountain. That was the meaning of it. And that can never happen by myself. You have to go through the process. So please, the apostles did not choose Jesus. Jesus chose them. John 15, verse 16, and make them fruitful. So I want to tell you today, <laughs> the Bible says that the wisdom of God seems to contradict our common sense, but it's a reality. We have to pray. For faith, we have to pray for revelation. We have to pray for discernment. We have to pray for spiritual understanding. That's where we are going now. So, when the Bible says, knock and the door shall be opened to you. Jesus has given us the way. Which door? We knock. We knock at the door of God's favor and mercy. Let God's favor and mercy locate you. I'm encouraging every believer today. I'm talking to believers. You have to understand that God does nothing without his word. God is in his word. This holy Bible we carry, we have to believe that this Bible is true for your life. It's not a book we read. You must apply it, for there is a mystery inside of it. Christian, what makes us Christian is the ability to know what is coming next. Because Satan will not catch us unprepared. That's why we overcome. He has an agenda. We know his agenda. Jesus exposed the agenda of the enemy. John chapter 10, 10. He came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus comes to give you abundant life. Jesus came to change people's life for good. In his mind, what has store is something good. His blessings enriches your life, your soul for eternity. He gave us promise. I will be with you. 
to guide you, to protect you. So anytime you meditate his word, you have to believe. When you believe in your heart, evidence will come. Faith, evidence of things unseen. Unseen. So if you say you believe, that belief in your heart is merely dormant until you act faith. When you believe, it's you. But faith releases the belief. You must act on it. Your spirit must act on it. If you have a dream and you don't believe it, you will never act on it. But once you understand it, once you are convicted, you will walk in the direction of your dream. You will walk in the direction of God's calling for your life. Joseph's dream came when he was young. He knew where he was going. He has a gift of understanding. Nobody explained to him his dream. He told his brother. He told his father. So when he found himself in the dry pit, he knew where he was going. The place of blessing was not in this country. The place of blessing was in a foreign land. When God made the promise to Abraham, he told him, your people will be blessed in a foreign land. So we need to have spiritual awareness of God's way, a greater understanding of the heart of God. We said, we want to see a new level in your life. That's how we celebrate Happy New Year. Something new must happen in your life. God's promises must be fulfilled in your life. We make the year new by the way we live it. You have to live something different to make a difference in your life. And that's the promise of God for you. That's the promise of God for me. The only thing you need to accept is to go through the process of God. And when the process comes, result will come. So please, anybody who is listening to me today, no matter what you are facing, God is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. A door has been set before you. It's up to you to walk towards that door. Jesus said in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 7, I set before you an open door. He never said a closed door. An open door. Can you read it for us? Revelation, chapter 3, verse 7. Revelation 3, verse 7. Yes. These things says, he who is holy, he who is true, mm. he who has the key of David, mm. he, who shuts, he who opens and no one shuts, mm. and shuts and no one opens. Mm -hmm. I know your work. See, I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. For you have... Okay. No, you okay. see? I, I want you to take it word by word. It's so sweet and so true. Say it again, please. Thank you. Okay. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, write, mm -hmm. these things says, mm -hmm. he who is holy, mm -hmm. he who is true, mm -hmm. he who has the key of David, he who opens and no one shuts. Jesus has the key. And he has given the key to believers. Mm. It's not only Peter gave the key. He gave the key to believers. That That's the key, believer's authority. Absolutely. It's mm. faith to lock and to unlock. Mm. 
plus those. Continue. For he who opens and no one shuts and shuts and no one opens. Mm. I know your work. Mm. See, I have set before you an open door and mm. no one can shut it. Mm. I have set before you an open door and no one can shut it. No demon, no evil spirit can change your destiny. The only person who can change it is you when you fail to act faith. The door is open. It's up to you to walk towards that door. It's up to you to ask. The duty of God to set the table before you and to believe it. Can't you imagine this gospel? Jesus paid the supreme price. Nobody asks to do any act of self-righteousness, but just believe and come to him. He never asks you how much strength you have. Come and receive strength from him. He never asks you how much faith, faith in faith. No, come, he will give you faith. Come to him, he's all sufficient. When Moses was saying, then God called him to a task impossible for a man to achieve. He said, who I am that you sent me? God say, I am who I am. The all sufficient. I will teach you how to do it. See, you ask Tamara, I will teach you to speak. We should believe God's ability in our lives. Mm. So please, I want you to, if you, I know many of you have different experiences for mine, but I will allow you, if you have questions to ask me on this message, one or two or three, we'll go to a time of prayer. I believe with all my heart that this is the time to believe God. This is time to act faith. This is time to look at God in a different way. Your belief needs to be reset to focus on God. No one is hopeless whose hope is in the Lord. Faith is practical. So that belief that has been dormant, project that has been dormant, they need to be released by faith. If I step in the direction of God's calling for my life, then I will meet God. God will meet me at the point of real movement. When he called Peter, Peter stepped to follow. He saw his life change. Jesus said, cast the net. He cast it in obedience, a miracle come. The way of obedience is the way of blessing, of fulfillment of God's purpose for your life.